The Crypto Corner with your host, Crypto Kid. It is a huge deal. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. What's up, everybody? Crypto Kid here. And this week, we're talking blueberries and olive oil on the blockchain and the Treasury Department tokenizing federal grant payments. So strap in and let's talk crypto. On January 14th, CHO, one of the largest olive oil producers in the southern Mediterranean, announced that it will begin using IBM's Food Trust platform to provide traceability for its Terra Delisa extra virgin olive oil. Using IBM's Food Trust platform allows CHO to create a verifiable record of where each bottle of olive oil was produced, along with keeping track of the methods used to manufacture it. Retailers and consumers will be able to scan a QR code on each bottle to get a deeper look into the provenance of the olive oil contained inside. The fully traceable olive oil is currently being bottled and is expected to reach the shelves of major retailers by March and will be available in Canada, the US, France, Germany, Denmark, and Japan. Olive oil mislabeling has become common practice, in particular with high-grade designations like extra virgin, with half of all olive oils found on store shelves having misleading labels in terms of quality and flavor profile. A recent study from the National Retail Federation and the IBM Institute for Business Value finds that 6 in 10 consumers are willing to change their shopping habits to reduce environmental impact. 8 in 10 say sustainability is important for them, and more than 70% of those surveyed would pay a 35% premium for brands that are sustainable and environmentally responsible. On January 16th, Intel, along with Curry & Co., wrapped up a pilot project in which Intel designed a blockchain platform that allowed Curry & Co. to upload environmental data of locally grown blueberries. The company placed remote sensors, about the size of a pager, into crates of blueberries arriving by truck from Sin Farms. The sensors monitored location, temperature, and other environmental factors in real time. The data from the sensors was then uploaded to the blockchain platform allowing managers to monitor the shipments and determine if they encountered any problems or delays en route to the stores. Oregon ranks number one in the country for blueberry production, harvesting over 130 million pounds of blueberries each year as of 2018. 48.6 million pounds of the harvested blueberries go to fresh market production, with Curry & Co. responsible for shipping roughly 8 million pounds each year to retailers such as Walmart, Kroger, and Costco. In particular, the Willamette Valley in Oregon is known around the world for its berry production, as the Mediterranean climate creates a long and mild spring, a warm and dry summer, and a wet winter, which is ideal for the growth of nearly all temperate berry crops. On January 14th, the SEC issued an alert urging investors to exercise caution before investing in initial exchange offerings, also known as IEOs, through online trading platforms. IEOs are similar to ICOs in that they are initial offerings of digital assets with the purpose of raising capital. The SEC says that these online trading platforms, which are typically not registered with the SEC and may improperly refer to themselves as exchanges, might also claim to have performed due diligence and other quality assessments of the IEOs. The SEC says that when an IEO and its participants do not address or discuss the applicability of the federal securities laws, it should be an immediate red flag for potential investors. 
There has been a vast increase in fraud, with criminals taking advantage of the investment space revolving around digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and ICOs for the purpose of conducting fraudulent schemes. The SEC says this is no different for IEOs, and investors should exercise extreme caution and do their due diligence before considering this type of investment. In regards to investing in an IEO conducted in an offshore trading platform, the SEC says there are many risks that need to be considered. Investors should be mindful that they have no effective legal remedies in U.S. courts against offshore trading platforms or IEOs issued on offshore platforms. On January 9th, a new patent was published by the U.S. Patent and Trademarks Office that was originally filed with the Office by Dish Network in July of 2018. The patent outlines a facility that can be used by content owners to assert ownership of content so that copyright-friendly websites and services can take actions against copyright piracy efficiently and effectively. The facility makes watermarking or fingerprinting technology available to all content owners so that an identifier can be embedded into the content. The facility utilizes blockchain technology to add information related to each unique identifier to a database and allows an authorized user to update the information through a blockchain transaction. The patent describes how traditional anti-piracy technologies are becoming archaic when it comes to containing content piracy, especially with the fast-growing, decentralized content-sharing industry. The patent outlines how over the past five years, content piracy has dramatically disrupted the media industry on a global scale, and the decentralized nature of the piracy is becoming more complex to manage and monitor. On January 10th, the U.S. Treasury Department announced that they are finishing up a proof-of-concept program for a blockchain-based letter of credit for federal grant recipients. The program is part of the department's latest effort to discover how blockchain technology can push more efficiencies into its operations. The program will tokenize electronic federal letters of credit set out to grant recipients to help track the grant payments made to those recipients and will help make the transactions more secure. The tokenization allows the agency to track the flow of grant money from federal storage to the hands of grantees. Instead of a cash exchange, the token will simply be a representation of grant payments that can be tracked more efficiently. The token will include associated data such as recipient identification, grant amount, and key dates such as when it was awarded. Grant recipients would have to have an electronic wallet associated with a bank account to receive the tokenized letter and access to the tokenized letter would be role-based for security purposes, as opposed to a transparent and openly accessible blockchain like that of Bitcoin. The group behind the project has been working with San Diego University, Duke University, and the National Science Foundation since September, and plans to wrap up the proof-of-concept project at the end of this month. New regulations have gone into effect in Qatar after the regulations were adopted by the Qatar Central Bank, which effectively bans the transfer, storage, and administration of all virtual assets. The new regulatory guidelines were adopted to combat money laundering and terrorist financing based on strict regulatory and legislative initiatives issued on September 11, 2019. The new executive regulations reflect Qatar's firm and continuous commitment to combating money laundering and terrorist financing, as well as fighting illicit financing of all kinds within the country. The issuance of the new regulations are part of Qatar's continuous effort to develop an effective legal and regulatory framework that defines the responsibilities of the governing agencies who fight money laundering and the illicit financing of terrorism in the area. 
The Qatar Central Bank defines virtual assets as anything of value that acts as a substitute for currency that can be digitally traded or transferred and can be used for payment or investment purposes, excluding fiat currencies and other monetary instruments. All right, everybody, that's it for today's episode. Thank you for stopping by, and I hope you have a great weekend. The Crypto Corner with your host, Crypto Kid. It is a huge deal. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. BTC is currently trading at roughly $8,907. BCH is currently trading at roughly $345. ETH is currently trading at roughly $174. LTC is currently trading at roughly $59. XMR is currently trading at roughly $69. ONT is currently trading at roughly $0.68. Cents. XRP is currently trading at roughly $0.24. Cents. ZRX is currently trading at roughly 24 cents. BAT is currently trading at roughly 22 cents. XLM is currently trading at roughly 6 cents. Produced on location at Chicken Valve Studio. Studio. Studio.